Uh, well, yesterday we announced that the OU has responded to what's going on in Houston, Texas, and the, its area um, with an emergency campaign that I hope all of our listeners are, are going to participate in. Uh, one can only imagine, even with all the scenes that we are seeing via television, video, etc., uh, it, it is still unfathomable, the uh, uh, the situation that our brethren down in um, in the Houston area are going through. And um, a couple of years ago, you'll recall, we were uh, on top of this story, and there was a certain amount of damage and a, cer- a certain amount of an emergency uh, situation, and now it seems to be much, much worse. Uh, with us live via telephone, Rabbi Barry Gelman, United Orthodox Synagogues down in Houston, Texas, and we're joined as well by the Executive Vice President of the Orthodox Union, one of the people coordinating the effort on this end. In terms of raising funds for the Houston community, that's, of course, Alan Fagan. Rabbi Gelman, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Alan, good morning to you as well. Good morning. Rabbi Gelman, can you, um, I mean, I don't even know where to start. Um, I guess where I should start is with what's most important. Are you able to uh, be in touch with, to keep track of family, of friends, of congregants, and be aware of the situations that they are in right now? At this point, uh, only electronically. Uh, it's still raining. The storm sort of left and then came back. Um, so most people are still confined to their homes or wherever they evacuated to on Sunday night or Monday morning. Um, so what we have been keeping track, we have uh, our ULS uh, flood team of three incredible women who uh, I think you spoke with last week, last time in right. 2015. And uh, so we are in, in touch with everyone. We we are pretty sure that we know of everyone's whereabouts and everyone's well-being and the extent of the damage uh, so far. And as soon as the rain stops and the roads clear, then we'll begin the, the work of, of making sure that everyone has semi-permanent places and could begin the work of, of cleaning up. Does anybody even dare estimate when that will be? Well, the weather, yeah, the, the, the meteorologists do, and uh, they've actually been, you know, pretty accurate in terms of what to expect, and most of the heavy rain should subside this afternoon, but then we'll take hours for the roads, for all the roads to clear and for the water to drain. So we still have, I would say, at least a half a day, maybe even more, before we're able to move around uh, semi-freely to, uh, to see people's faces. Um, the, uh, obviously what's most important is people's lives. And we know that that's the key. That's why I opened by saying, you know, I, I pray that you're able to at least, uh, be in touch with those that, um, uh, that you're, that you are related to and those who serve down there. But in addition to that, the homes, the houses, the physical structures, the synagogue, uh, I mean, uh, it, is it possible for people to, in any reasonable amount of time to have their, uh, uh, their homes and synagogues I- even close to normal or livable. So just to give you a sense, there were a, a, a number of emergency rescues over the course of the night, people and the morning, people rescued from helicopters off of their roofs, people rescued from second-story apartment buildings, apart, full apartment complexes were evacuated, second floor of these complexes were evacuated uh, by helicopter rescues through the course of the day. Um, so that's the sense of, of, of just how dangerous this could have been. 
uh, and there was there was loss of life, uh, and uh, this this is unlike anything we've ever seen here before. In terms of your your other question, it's uh, you know reasonable amount of time is uh, you know a very subjective question, um, but it's going to take months months for many many people. Uh, some people got you know three feet of water, one foot, foot of water. Some people have five or six or seven feet of water in their homes are forced up into their attics because the water got that high. So that's going to take a very, very long time. It will take a long time because there's going to be a shortage of, of, uh, of human resources just to be able to do the work necessary. There are going to be people who are going to be second-guessing whether or not they even want to do that. They right. have just finished doing that from the Memorial Day flood. The shul is devastated. Uh, it's The water was was um, in the main sanctuary was probably six or seven feet uh, high, uh, and even our other side of the shul, uh, which last time in Morley did not flood, had a foot and a half of water in it. Uh, it's take, uh, just a you know a long time for us to be able to rehabilitate that room, which had the minimum damage or the less amount of damage, just so we could dive in there. Uh, and the main show, who knows at this point, it's just uh, it's too much to bear. It's, it's so sad. I, I, I managed to get in there last night for a few minutes, and it's just, uh, it's really, it's heartbreaking. I can only imagine. Rabbi Barry Gelman with us from Houston. Uh, Alan Fagan is with us. I'm going to turn to Alan in a minute just to be machazic this audience to give as generously as possible uh, to the fund, and this is not a judgment. It just it's just a curiosity. Did a lot of people in your community leave in advance of this, or most people stayed? Some people left um, either because they felt that they themselves were going to flood, and you want to. The truth is, leaving was a, a good decision, not not anything that anyone judges. Because if you stay, then there's a chance you're going to have to be rescued and use the limited resources that are available in the in the thick of it. And being here afterwards is exceedingly, exceedingly unpleasant because uh, there's also nothing you could do right afterwards. So being here afterwards means you may be sitting around for a few days without power with not being able to do anything. So leaving, is uh, was I thought, was a wise decision on the part of, of many, many people. And uh, they'll come back and they'll do what they have to do for themselves and they'll help. I, I got messages from people throughout the night of, People who left, and when they, as soon as they can come back, they will, and they, uh, you know, rebuild and, and and help out. So yeah, people left, and then no, and you know, when you live here, you realize that that may be the best decision. I'll just also add that when young children, it's very traumatic, traumatic for adults, it's exceedingly difficult for young kids to see their belongings, their toys, and their stuffed animals being washed away and to not have their own place to be and to have to share a home and to be out of their routine. So leaving for a little while, uh, at least for a little bit, you know, warm and um, is uh, good idea. Understood. Last time, or I shouldn't say last time, but when it came to Katrina, we saw Jewish communities in Atlanta and Memphis and Houston uh, respond to the New Orleans community. And, um, and this time I've been told that uh, places like San Antonio – uh, and other areas have already started to try to gather up stuff and 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 get different items that are necessities uh, to the Houston community as much as possible. H- have you heard, aside from the money, which again we'll talk about in a moment, but aside from the money, have you heard of efforts of literally 
uh, you know, truckloads being prepared to try to get into town as soon as they can? Yeah, there's a, a lot of that going on. I just was texting with someone before I got on with you about that. We may have to ask them to hold off their efforts to send food until next week because there's another truck coming in this week for food. So there is a lot of that going on. It's it's a logistics complication because right now the airports are closed except for emergencies, so this will have to be coming by truck. But uh, people are really... They're really pulling together all of their resources and all of their connections, and and they're using an incredible amounts of energy and creativity to try to uh, to help uh, help the people in uh, who you know who are suffering now. Rabbi Barry Gelman, Alan Fagan, Alan. Uh, from our perspective here in New York, we can only imagine the the needs of the community down in Houston. Have you already, since the announcement of the emergency campaign from the OU, have you seen a response nationwide from uh, the commun- from the o- from the larger Jewish community? Nachum, uh, there's been a, an overwhelming uh, uh, response, and and we're very very gratified uh, by it. Uh, I, when we when we think of Achenu Kolbeis Yisrael, this is what we think about. Uh, and I want to thank Rabbi Gelman for for being up this early to to come on the program, and for all of the uh, uh, amazing strength and leadership uh, that he has brought to his community uh, during this very very difficult time. Uh, those that we've spoken with in in Houston uh, characterize this this latest uh, uh, flooding as catastrophic. Uh, this is this is a city that has gotten used to, unfortunately. Uh, 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 storms and floods, uh, uh, several in, in, in just the last few years. What 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 we're, we're we're hearing about now, and what we're seeing in the pictures that we've received, is something that is just qualitatively different uh, than anything that's taken place previously. The magnitude, uh, the number of homes that are underwater. Uh, in, in, in prior situations, there were families that were dry and were able to take others in. Now there are literally hundreds of families that have been displaced uh, from their homes. Uh, and so the community response has been, uh, has been truly overwhelming. Incredible. All right. Uh, I, I guess the easiest way is to go to the OU website and to um, uh, literally just earmark funds for Houston, right? At this point, that's the best way for people to participate. Yeah, we've got we've got three separate uh, campaigns that are going on. Each of them is accessible on our website www.ou.org. www.ou.org. Uh, first, uh, and and obviously in, in times of catastrophe like this, uh, we turn to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and offer our prayers on behalf of our brethren in Houston and, and words of Chizuk, and there's an opportunity on our website to sign up to say Tehillim uh, and to offer messages of, of, uh, uh, of support and encouragement. Uh, second, and, and, and most importantly, uh, is the collection of funds. Uh, every penny that comes into our uh, emergency campaign for Houston uh, will be directed to that community. It will be used for no other purpose. Uh, so people can rest assured that every every penny that they donate uh, will be used both for the for the short term and longer term needs uh, of hundreds and hundreds of families that have been displaced uh, in this disaster. And third, we have a section of uh, the website 
for those who will want to volunteer their services to actually go to Houston and help uh, in the cleanup efforts. That is going to be uh, both a short-term and much longer-term process. Uh, there are going to be weeks and weeks uh, of need. Uh, frankly, uh, no one should be going immediately. Uh, as Rabbi Gelman indicated, the roads are, 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 are not yet passable. People need to get back into their homes and, 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 and begin uh, insurance applications and just get a sense of, of, uh, of sort of what's going on. But we think as of next week, uh, there will be opportunities uh, for for volunteers, and the human resources that will be necessary here are going to be enormous. It's also a, a very, very important that all of this be coordinated so that we not overwhelm the capacity of the community to be able to accept those volunteers right. and provide uh, shelter and, uh, and, and, and food and so on uh, for them. So we're trying to play a coordinating effort, and there's a... a uh, an opportunity on our website uh, to sign up either individually, groups, schools, organizations uh, that want to participate in that way, they can do that uh, as well. All right, OU.org, and I thank you for that, Alan. Uh, Rabbi Gelman, I, uh, it, it, it may be hard to believe, but coming from people that are, you know, quote-unquote living a normal life right now uh, or a normal situation, but we really, really, really have all of you in our prayers, and we are very concerned and we are trying as best as possible to participate in the things that Alan just described. And I hope, uh, I hope the community understands that. I hope the community knows that a lot of people around the world really feel the brotherhood and sisterhood with the community down in Houston. And I hope that that helps a drop in getting through this whole situation. So thank you, Nachum. Uh, two things. Yes, first, it helps a great deal for us to know that people are concerned about us and that our people are, and our people are trying to band together. To, to coordinate, to, to help us. It really means a tremendous amount. I, I tell people who call me, you know, in tears and panic that they think their life is never going to be the same, that there's a whole community of people here who have been through this before and who came out on the other side okay and that they're not going to have to do this alone, and that even though now they may feel isolated, you know, when the sun rises and the rain stops, they're not going to be isolated. And and that's what I tell individuals, and that's what we're getting from from the international community uh, as well. So, you know, what I'm telling to people to comfort them, I'm hearing from 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 the OU and and other groups, and that that comforts all of us who are on this side and and who are working to help the people uh, most uh, severely affected. So, that is a great help. I, I do want to thank uh, the OU for stepping up to, to help coordinate the, the uh, efforts to send people here. It, it is going to be a short-term and a long-term uh, situation where we have to maintain momentum to make sure that there, there are you know, consistent people who could come and help. And, and the needs are going are to change, of course, from, from month to month. And uh, the last thing I want to say is that... Um, you know, the community here, thank God, I have the great merit to be a part of a community that is incredibly resilient, that uh, is a model of, of chesed, and at whose greatest strength uh, is its chesed and closeness to, to one another, which is abundantly apparent when things are good and, and sort of is highlighted 
and shines in times like this. So as bad as it is now, and it is pretty bad, uh, I'm very confident in, in that our unity as a community across denominations, across Hashkafot, uh, is going to win the day, and uh, people are going to get back on their feet, and, um, and we're going to ultimately we're going we're to be okay. Nachum, I just want to mention uh, that uh, we're using the OU website uh, for administrative convenience uh, because we've got uh, the resources uh, available to us uh, to do that. The projects that I've outlined uh, are all being done jointly uh, between the Orthodox Union and the Rabbinical Council of America. Uh, and I just want to thank uh, Rabbi Elazar Muskin, who is the current president of the RCA, uh, Mark Dratch, their uh, executive director, they have been of enormous uh, help to us in getting the word out, in disseminating information, in involving uh, local community rabbis all across the country and Canada uh, to this effort, uh, and we're delighted to be able to partner with them. Well, it's, uh, it's heartwarming to hear about the cooperation that's going on um, throughout all these organizations and through all the uh, Jewish leadership. Uh, I-, I thank the OU for what they're doing. Go to the OU website ou.org and participate in helping out Houston, Texas. Alan Fagan, I thank you so much for joining us. And Rabbi Gelman, uh, you know that we feel a special connection to Houston, especially in light of our visit the last time that the community went through something like this. Uh, please send our best to everybody. Stay strong, and I hope we'll have an opportunity to uh, increase the chesed down there as well at some point in the next few weeks. Be well, and uh, thank you so thank much for you. joining us. Both uh, Alan Fagan of the OU and Rabbi Barry Gelman, he is the rabbi of the United Orthodox Synagogues in Houston. Um, he described the uh, courageousness and the um, uh, the situation, the courageousness of the community and the situation that everybody down there is going through. It is, uh, it is dire circumstance at the moment, and uh, as he said, it, things will improve, uh, but it's going to take quite a while, and they could use whatever help we can provide. Uh, go to OU.org to help out. Uh, with any of the things that uh, Alan Fagan described, and uh, let our listenership shine through this entire process.